You are listening to Been There, Done That. We present some of the smartest people connected to the business of coffee. People who've succeeded in the tough grind of hospitality by staying ahead of the rest. So join us as we explore the secrets to their success and help you accelerate your business. This show is brought to you by The Coffee Commune, where the coffee community comes to collaborate. Enjoy the show. Hi, ladies and gentlemen. Another episode of Been There and Done That, where we bring amazing people that have done exactly that, been there and done that, to the show so that you as cafe owners and hospitality people can get to know more things to accelerate your potential. And today, it's all things recruitment. So I've got the uh, fantastic Sam McNamara, who started a company called Get Ahead. Uh, And we're going to unpack that a little bit more. But more importantly, we're going to talk about how recruitment in the cafe, restaurant and hospitality industry has changed and things that we can do to retain and attract staff, which is a very, very hot topic right now in our industry. So Sam, welcome to the show. Thanks, Phil. Thanks for having me. Firstly, let's kick off. Tell me a bit about Get Ahead, referred to as the Tinder for employment. So talk us through the problem you're solving, the relevance of it, the thoughts behind putting it together and how you're tracking. Awesome. So Get Ahead is basically, in my goal, is the fastest hiring platform in the world. It is a swipe app. Applicants create a profile. They swipe right if they like the job. They swipe left if they don't like the job. Match with companies, chat, video interview and hire all through the app. Um, Our goal is a hiring time of under 15 minutes. We have had results under 24 so far, which we're pretty proud of. Rapidly growing hospitality and retail is our main focus, helping those businesses get back on their feet not have the ridiculous hiring fees that a lot of the platforms out there have and just speed up the process on a more transparent platform. Fantastic. And tell me, talk me through, the uh, recruitment industry has changed, Mm -hmm. especially post-COVID, well, during COVID and post-COVID. Talk us through this concept of fast recruitment and Mm -hmm. the problem that Get Ahead actually solves. Sure. So I think firstly, the biggest problem post-COVID that a lot of hospitality in particular and and also a little bit in retail, but those businesses post-COVID all of a sudden had a much smaller job seeker market. And those businesses had to close their doors or let their staff go during that time. And obviously the international market wasn't as accessible, which is a big part of our hospitality market, as you know. So those guys were looking for other jobs and moving into work from home jobs or admin jobs or access a completely different market. And it was harder for the restaurants and those businesses when they were reopening to compete with those salaries and that job space and, yeah, and the especially benefits. Especially Uber. A lot of people went across yeah, to Uber. Exactly. Yeah. So everyone was obviously trying to put food on the table and look at different avenues. And I think it has really shrunk the market, which we're seeing a, a trend of that market's growing quite rapidly, which is fantastic, but it's taken quite a long time. So to answer that question, I think the power has flipped quite heavily into the job seeker's hand initially, whereas it used to be in the company, obviously, Correct, yeah. they're, they're looking for staff. Well, and if sometimes you you're the job, pigeon, sometimes you're the statue. And at the moment, yeah. the cafe owners and restaurant owners are the statue, and exactly. it does go in cycles. Yes. And, and we noticed those guys were struggling to hire. They were looking for different ways to hire. Um, the older platforms weren't working anymore. It was very expensive. Slow. It was slow, clunky. People weren't turning up for interviews. They would receive 20 resumes and 10 of them wouldn't answer and they didn't you know, want the other 10. So we just thought it could be done better and, and a lot smoother. 
and an opportunity for us to essentially help those businesses get ahead and get back on their feet, which is, you know. And you made some good points there, and that is how, to recap it, that's how the recruitment industry has changed is, mm-hmm. uh, obviously, the power shifted from the employer to the employee, so mm-hmm. that's point one. Point two is that the um, employees were applying for jobs but weren't showing up to interviews. Mm-hmm. The cost of SEEK went, it used to be years ago, 200, 250. Yeah. I believe now it's about five, Four, five, 600. Per ad, that mm-hmm. is. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah. And again, you're placing those ads. It's slow, it's clunky, people aren't showing up. And as you said, the talent pool, well, the in general wasn't there because mm-hmm. of things like immigration yeah. and all the rest of it. So that's how the recruitment industry obviously has changed and Get Ahead has planned around solving so many of those problems, which is mm-hmm. fantastic. Now, of course, Get Ahead now, talk us through the numbers. How many people are actively looking for a job and how many are advertised there? Yep. So we've got 8,000 users as of today, just over 8,000. So about 80% of them are job seekers. The company side is growing rapidly, but we were very, very shocked pleasantly by how many job seekers were joining the platform. Yeah. And most of those are in in hospitality and retail. So 80% of that, so about 7,000 odd people mm-hmm. are looking for work on your platform. Correct. Uh, mm-hmm. So if you're listening to this, cafe and restaurant owners, get on that Get Ahead app. Mm-hmm. There's about 7,000 and growing people looking for work. Mm-hmm. Let's talk through what makes the product different because mm-hmm. it solves those problems we talked about recruitment. So talk about how it makes different. So things like the conversation you can have that you can't have face to face and mm-hmm. talk us through some of the key attributes of what Get Ahead does versus the sure. traditional interview and why it speeds up the process. Yeah. So I would say transparency, number one. You know exactly who you're hiring. You you basically, much like Tinder or a social platform or it's a bridge between Tinder and LinkedIn, I'd say. So it's a digital profile. You'll see a photo or a video. We've got a lot of people uploading them, making coffees or showing their coffee art, yeah. saying hello of how they'd introduce themselves to a customer. Fantastic. Um, things like that that you'll never, ever be able to see on a resume, right? Yeah, you get so, to see their personality, yeah, their actual skills absolutely. rather than the bullshit that someone can write on a piece of paper. That's yeah. it. And, and how do you know if someone can make a good coffee or if they're going to say, be a warm, welcoming face to your customers every day from a piece of paper? It's Correct. impossible. So people are paying a hell of a lot of money for something that's really not suitable to their industry, um, yeah. which was our biggest tell sign to build something that could do that better. So you receive your digital profile, you can see their passions, their strengths, their hobbies, who they are as a person, get a bit more of a personality about that individual and see if they'd be a good fit for your business. Yeah. Uh, you might be a very structured corporate delivery business or you might be a very vibrant, friendly cafe. And also for the job seeker side, as a company, how do I know if Coffee Club or Subway is going to be a better fit for me yeah, um, until yeah. I start working there? I might not like the culture. I might not like the training or the people. Waste your time for three months, take your training time, take your training money, and then move on to the next business yeah. um, and, and leave you. So. And things like hours, correct me if I'm wrong, um, yeah, that yeah, you can hours plug in what hours available. you want somebody Absolutely. rather than having those conversations face-to-face. Yeah. And- Similar to Uber. So, for example, I might be a full-time employee somewhere but needing a bit of extra money coming into Christmas. I can say I'm available Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You as an employer could be looking for someone just on Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays, and we would match. Yeah. Um, and we could have a conversation, video interview directly through the app. So, for example, if I didn't turn up for my interview, you haven't had to get off the couch. You haven't had to drive into an office or anything like that. So, yeah. save time, money, and find better applicants. Well, there you go. Business. Time, money, better applicants. And the big one is that you can have the conversations you don't normally yeah, exactly. can't have face-to-face or the uncomfortable. Yep. So, you can set salary targets. Yeah, and all salary sorts of stuff. is actually compulsory on the app as well. Reason being is to save time for both the job seeker, sets the expectation. There's no bullshit. Yeah. 
and cuts the gap between not knowing what you're going for and knowing exactly who you are. It hasn't been live very long, right? No, we launched end of December last year. So end of December, just over six months, and how many matches so far? We've had over 18,000 matches on the app. Okay, so from that 18,000, not only obviously does it show us that it solves an amazing problem, as we know, keep coming back, recruitment industry has changed. Wouldn't be a cafe owner and restaurant owner out there or hospitality in general. And of course, it does retail as well, but yep. our audience is mainly hospitality. There wouldn't be an owner that wouldn't want to do something that's cost effective mm-hmm. a lot quicker. It's actually and, free at the moment. Well, there you go. It's free. <laughs> so uh, you, can't get, you can't get better value than free. So <laughs> it's free. It's quick. It gives you more insights to the person and you can yep. set the parameters of what you want. Yeah, of course, one would say that the recruitment industry has changed, but you guys are really revolutionizing how that's going to keep changing and keep solving problems. So I congratulate you. But from 18,000 members, mm-hmm. uh, matches, sorry, what you would have had is you would have collected some really core and key data. Mm. Talk us through that. So what skill sets and qualities are you seeing, yep. particularly in hospitality that people are looking for? Yeah, sure. So I probably should mention that is when the candidates are creating their profile, we ask some questions like what they're looking for in a company, personalities, training, upskilling. We're noticing that there's a lot of people and a lot of businesses that are hiring people that are not from the hospitality industry as well and and bringing them through. We notice a big shift in people hiring people for their personality rather than their skills because they've got the skills that they can teach them, but they can't teach them personality. And I think as well, a lot of people buy coffee from places because... Of the people. Exactly. They yeah, make we friends, talk about it all the time. You know, I mean, we're lucky to be in an industry, and I've been in this industry now for 34 years. I'm showing my age. I'm only 48. but uh, <laughs> And they call me a granddad in this industry, which is pretty scary. But 34 years in this industry, and I've always said you hire on attitude and teach the skill because yeah, we're lucky absolutely. to do that. Yep. A great mate of mine's a brain surgeon. He can't hire somebody's attitude exactly. um, and teach skill because <laughs> somebody's probably going to die. Yes. But we're fortunate in hospitality. And I think the message here for cafe owners is to really get that and understand that the attitude of a person, mm. and Sam's done is showing that mm. is so much more important than the actual skill. And for so long there, people were hiring baristas on their skill, mm. right? Get out of that mentality, hire somebody with the right attitude, with an engaging personality, yep. with a vibrant personality that meets the values of your business, mm. and then teach them the skill. Spend yep. the time and the money to and teach them. And let them grow them. as well. And let them grow. I love that. And of course, your data is showing that, right? Yeah. One of the, the core things, we've actually had 90% of applicants select upskill and growth opportunities. So well, there it is there. Yeah. Applicants are willing to come in, clean the floors, do their hard yards to learn and, and grow, yeah. especially if they're coming in from a different industry. But we found that the small pickings of the experienced, let's say barista, for example, are sometimes a little bit more picky with the roles that they're going for and can sometimes take a little bit longer to hire those people. Yeah. So have those core people that can teach the other staff but bring them in from other industries. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's some great advice there from actual data, and I love that. Mm-hmm. Data, analysis, and strategy. So Sam's just talked you through a great strategy there based on the data that they're collecting. And 18,000 matches in, in just over six months is pretty phenomenal. And it's showing exactly how different the recruitment market is yeah. and what uh, cafe owners and restaurant owners can do mm-hmm. to be current. Yeah, absolutely. And not spend $500 an ad to do so, right? Yeah. And another big thing I'd suggest is dropping your ego. I found a lot of restaurants, cafes, they think they're the best Mm -hmm. cafe. They think they're the best restaurant. They think people will come to them or they don't need to be on social media or they don't need to advertise or attract talent. Well, those days are done in my opinion. Yes. And people would rather work for a smaller business or one that is a better culture or somewhere where they can grow than 
an yeah. established business that takes Agreed. them like crap. Agreed. It's all about emotional connection. And Absolutely. I think um, the good thing out of COVID is that mm. people became more aware and engaged with local. Yep. They became more engaged with their lifestyle. So probably too much some people. They yep. don't want to work at all. But um, <laughs> most people are, are pretty sensible and are saying, yep. well, it's, I'm not going to kill myself, but I want to work in the right environment yep. for the right people. Absolutely. Um, and it's about your personal brand, right? Yep. And one thing I love about what I've explored from Get Ahead is that you have this opportunity to actually create your brand mm. as a person on yep. Get Ahead Absolutely. and put it out there to the professional market. Yep. And one thing as well I'll mention that we're doing to support that because we know how much it benefits the business is we're actually offer for our media team to go out, do some content on your business. We've done a Vogue style question interview where we come yeah. out and ask you how you got started, what you're passionate about, try and give your brand a voice and show you guys how attractive that is to job seekers. Yes. And we actually post that content and, and that's grown rapidly for us. And that's predominantly where a lot of our job seekers come from. So we're offering that to those businesses for free as well for a short time. So jump in quick on that one while you can. But that is something that we know attracts talent. And it's something that if, if I own a restaurant or cafe, I would be doing day in and day out. I think it's really, really effective. Well, yeah. and the message there for cafe owners is really simple, is recruitment is not just a one-stop shop. It's not no. a transaction anymore. Mm -hmm. It's an ongoing journey. Mm -hmm. It's a process. Yeah. And obviously, you guys are doing that in um, by solving that problem with mm -hmm. Get Ahead. But you're seeing that the recruitment is now a journey, not a yeah. destination. It used to be a tick and flick. I need a staff member, I advertise. Whereas now, it really is about tapping into the right community, right? Absolutely. In a competitive job market, at the moment, like I said, what do we got? Unemployment's at 3.5%. Mm. Ideally, it would sit at about 7% because yep. that's good for the employee and the employer. Yep. But at the moment, the shift is with the employee and that's okay. That's Things like that happen. But in a competitive job market, how can cafes attract, how can they retain mm -hmm. their good people? Yeah, that, um, that's that, you know, Because attraction is one thing, retaining the good people is another one. Yeah, I would say that is the biggest problem in hospitality right now is retention. People have taken jobs and they're jumping in three months. That's common now. It used to be the longer you held a job, the well, better. Well, your data shows that, right? Yeah. People are, are coming back on the platform fairly quickly and looking for alternatives. And when we're reaching out to those applicants, it's because they didn't offer the upskill, because they didn't offer the support. There you go. They don't have the team there to, they just want someone to fill a seat and then they're done. Yes. Um, so I would say you are putting in a fair bit of effort to put your brand out there and to attract that talent, uh, which is also attracting customers. So that, that's another reason why it's so important. Mm. But also invest in the staff that you've got, upskill them, train them. I genuinely care about those staff. Care is the word there, my yeah. friend. Care and make them feel like family. And the Absolutely. one thing that I've done, I've owned businesses now for 22 years. And the two things that people keep saying about why you have great people around is because you obviously care and you treat them like family. And if I'm flying at the front of the plane, they're flying at the front of the plane. If yep. I'm drinking wine, they're drinking wine. I've always had that philosophy. You're part of a family. The same effort you put into the business, the business will put in more back mm -hmm. to you. You've just hit it on the head there, Sam, is care. And it's pretty sad how a lot of cafes and restaurants don't care about no, their people. It's so simple. It is, isn't it? I mean, and we're all customers, right? You yeah. go to cafes frequency, yeah. your age group and demographic goes to cafes. Mm -hmm. It's one of those age groups that it doesn't matter. My daughter goes to cafes and she's 15. Yeah. Yet, the you know, we don't have to get people to go to cafes. Mm -hmm. We just got to get them to choose our cafe. Yeah, and what exactly. a better way to do it than having amazing people yeah. and serving people, right? Yeah. Yeah, you find that uh, people are following baristas like they do barbers. So treat your good staff well. I'm not saying you have to, you know, send them on holidays and do all this and that, but treat them well and treat them with respect and they'll treat your business with respect yeah. and your customers. Yeah, and it's a good point. And to me at the moment, respect, because we all know cafe owners and restaurant owners are doing it tough, right? They don't have the disposable income. It's not as profitable as it used to be. You know, hopefully it's just a cycle. I've seen it back in 2008 when it was similar to what we're going through, not mm -hmm. as bad, because uh, it's the first time I've seen everything go 
up at the same time. Yep. But I say to people, there's not a time for record profits. This is a time to obviously tread water mm-hmm. and do the best you can and be as efficient so that when we come out the other end, um, yep. and we will, because we had a resurgence of a lot of businesses opening, now you've got some closing. So the supply is less and the demand is still there. Mm-hmm. So there is going to be good times back. Now's the time to be open and honest with your employees and exactly. talk to them. If you, if you can't afford to pay them all, but you can afford yep. to give them a food voucher or help them with food, then do that or yep. help them with whatever it is that you may be able to help them with, with its mm. connection to, to other groups and et cetera. It's not always about the money. Yeah, absolutely. And, you, and that is another massive trend we noticed is job seekers are more than happy to take a pay cut. And a lot of them did. And I'm sure everybody listening knows someone that did take a pay yeah. cut through COVID for the lifestyle and for the environment and the culture. Yeah. So money isn't the be-all and end-all anymore. I think it's it really comes down to people enjoying what they do. And their lifestyle. Um, and their lifestyle. Yeah, absolutely. no, good point. So let's come back to um, what we were talking about before with this whole ability with your platform to actually see what somebody's customer service skills looks like, right? Mm-hmm. So when someone sends you a resume, they could write all the best bullshit in the world. So people yeah. say to me, why don't you read the resume? I said, because I've never seen someone tell me they're not conscientious, hardworking, trustworthy, loyal, <laughs> and all the rest of the garbage that goes with it. Yeah. I want to see it in action. Your platform allows that to happen. Yeah. So tell us, what are some of the effective ways to assess mm-hmm. a customer service skill, yep. especially on your platform, because yep. you're seeing it. So how can yeah, we assess well, their skills? One of the coolest things I've seen happen a couple of times in person is cafes actually calling the applicant through the app, which you can do on a video call, introduce them to the team and then talk to them as if they were a customer. Right. Fantastic. Um, Say so something you can do on Zoom if you want to or a FaceTime call, but it's done very easily through the app. You match with the applicant, you click the video call and just get them off guard. Say, hey, how are you? And talk to them as if you're a customer. Yeah. Show them your team, show them your machines, ask some questions, introduce them to everyone. You can very quickly see if they're going to be a good fit, if they get along well with your team, how they would talk to a customer. And you can see that straight away within 10 seconds. Yeah, isn't that fantastic? Because yeah. I say, we're not interviewing for a lawyer or an accountant. No. So take them out of a sterile environment or yeah. a traditional professional environment. They're not professional service in terms of lawyers, accountants. Yeah. So why treat them like that? Get them off guard. Get yeah. them in the cafe physically. Interview them in the cafe if they yeah. come in. Get them behind the machine. Yeah. Talk Put to them, them while the they're making coffee. You know, Introduce them to some of the customers. So yeah. these are my regulars. They're some of the tips yeah. that will help you obviously see what their personality is like. And like you said, in real life, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, good Before stuff. they're even in the door, it doesn't cost you anything think. And you can do that 10 times if you want to different applicants. Now tell me the importance of prior experience in hospitality. How important is that? What are you seeing at the trend at the moment? People looking for people that are say, because the tradition used to be, oh, you must have five years making coffees or three years in the industry. What's the trend at the moment? What are you seeing? I would say that's completely gone now. I'm really seeing a big attraction, like I said, in personality and, and people skills and people that are just willing to turn up and work. I, yeah. I think employers are <laughs> appreciating that. That's a bonus. <laughs> I think employers are appreciating that more than ever now. And I'm with them. People have gotten lazy and, and people don't want to work. Yeah. So if someone's willing to turn up and work and they've got no experience, you can very easily teach them yes. the skills. Yeah. So I would say looking for five years experience is shooting yourself in the foot, but looking for someone that's willing to turn up with the five right days attitude. a week with the right attitude and say hello. Yeah. They might just be doing the till. They might not be making coffees for the first year whilst mm. they learn the skills that yeah. suit your business, but they're going to be that friendly face that I want to come in every day and, and buy a coffee from. So Yeah, no, it's good advice there. And, and that's one of the reasons why I'm a big advocate, push back, bring back the training wage. Yeah. Incentivize the cafe and restaurant owners. And that's mm. part of what we do at the commune, obviously, is to not only work with the 
community. Our community is not just made up of cafes and restaurants, made up of working with government. You mm-hmm. know, Queensland Small Business Commissioner kicked off this segment. I caught up with her again yesterday yeah. going through what can happen. But bring back that training wage. Mm-hmm. Allow cafe owners, restaurant owners, even retail shop owners to pay somebody a training wage for yeah. no more than, say, six or 12 months yeah. so that they're not getting exploited, mm-hmm. but teach them skills, upskill. I mean, your data showing that's yeah. what people want. They yeah, want to get exactly. into the workforce. Yeah. I don't think there's a... Um, there's a lack of people wanting to work. Mm. The problem, and, I, and I'd love your opinion on this, mm. is that they come to work with entitlements. And let me explain that further. I've always believed in workplace flexibility for mm. 22 years, right? Not just now. Now it's a big buzzword and mm. government thinks it has to legislate it. I've always worked on workplace flexibility, meaning if you come in and go to work when you can, depends on the industry, depends on mm. the business. In our manufacturing part of the business, they can start at four in the morning if it's summer mm-hmm. and leave at 11 o'clock in the morning, you know, and yep. roast while it's cooler. In some jobs, you can't do that. But I believe in the flexibility, which means the employee having the right surrounding and the right environment Mm. that suits both them and suits the employer. Mm -hmm. What I don't believe in is the entitlement of, oh, no, I'm working from home on a Monday and a Friday. Or, no, you can't tell me to come back to the office. Talk me through that, your mindset Mm. on that. Just, um, I know we're diversing a little bit, but it's still, it's the concept of entitlement Mm. versus, you know, they don't want to work. I believe people do want to work. It's just what entitlement's comes with that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's a smaller market for us, but the corporate world, I've seen that a lot. Mm. I've also noticed quite a shift in that recently, actually. During COVID, it was almost 95% everybody wanted to work from home and most people had to work from home, obviously, other than your your in-person trade businesses. But there has been quite a big shift of people actually looking for office jobs again, particularly people that have kids and families and not everyone wants to work from home. But like you said, it is a bit of I think buzzword and something that everyone wanted at the start. We noticed a trend in things like pizzas on Fridays. One of the things we click on is a lot of businesses used to offer these yeah. things. Incentivize on incentivize. a Friday. Yep. But a lot of job seekers don't really care for that anymore. We've noticed. One thing that was really popular is dog-friendly offices, which yeah. obviously doesn't suit hospitality. But that was a trend that went through the roof. I think a lot of people got dogs through yeah, COVID and yeah, wanted yeah. to be able to take them to work. But also in hospitality, we've noticed people are wanting to go back to work and actually work in the business, yes. which I think is a good shift and a good thing to have, in, especially in hospitality. But yeah, like you said, I, I think it is a bit of a, a buzzword and something mm. that everyone and, just and, and, and I mean, I'll finish it, that part on this point. The problem is that people are seeing it through their own eyes, not through the whole wide eyes. Mm. And like I said, very quickly, my team's made up of people that half can work from home, half can't. Yeah. Now, how do I incentivize those that don't work from home and come mm. into the office? And how do I make sure that everything's fair? And it's a very difficult. So even mm. I come into the office to lead by example. Yep. So I ask that listeners, and not so much listeners, because I don't have to preach to the converted of cafe and mm. restaurant owners, but definitely to anyone else that's listening is don't see it through your eyes. There's a whole ecosystem that's affected, especially cafes and restaurants mm. and retailers in general yeah, that absolutely. are affected from this whole work from home. And it affects everybody in the end mm. if the whole system isn't operating as an ecosystem. Definitely. So just for people that are listening, be mindful of that, yeah. that it's not so much just about that and that it's about workplace flexibility. You mm-hmm. know, if you have to work from home one day or because somebody's sick or yeah. somebody you got to go and help them or, you know, or negotiate. I mean, some of the tools we've used, mm. uh, we won't pay the higher band of wage because we don't think that the person's got the experience yet, but mm-hmm. we might say an extra week holiday a year or one RDO a month. There's other ways to negotiate um, with key workers, even in hospitality, versus just trying to pay more Mm. or give in the case of work from home and stuff like that. Uh, Let's talk through red flags. What are the the do's and the don'ts, the red flags and warning signs during the recruitment process to look out for? And of course, Get Ahead gets rid of a lot of those, but in building that, reverse engineer it, what were the red flags and warning signs you wanted to get rid of? 
Yeah, but biggest one is no shows for interviews. Yeah, big one. That was a massive time waster for both the employer and the employee. Huge time waster for still recruiters happens, as right? well. It happens, still happens all the time. So the fastest way we could establish deleting that or removing that problem is by doing it on your phone. Being able to post your job. We've got a feature currently that's an instant match feature. Yeah. So basically you post your job, it instantly shows you applicants that are 100% matched to your industry and location. You can instantly match with that applicant. So you and I could post a job. I could show you a few applicants now. You could say, yep, I want to interview that person. Instantly match with them, send them a message. If they reply, ask if you can do a quick video call. Yeah. Don't formalize it. Don't say, can you come in for an hour interview? Can we do this and that? Let's just have a two-minute hello, how are you, say who yeah. you are, what you're looking for, and you'll be able to shortlist very quickly from those calls. So mm. you might interview 10 people in 20 minutes rather than booking out 10 hours worth of yeah, in-person interviews where half of them might not show up. You'll be frustrated because these people are wasting your time and it just becomes a painful process. Fast-tracking that and, and basically cutting the, the ones that aren't bothered to turn up or have a conversation or put a shirt on or whatever it might be mm. and picking the ones that you might want to bring in for a trial or basically just speed that process up and get to know who the applicant really is. Yep. So let's talk about referees. Mm-hmm. How important are referees in the recruitment process? Yep. You know, the referrals, it's not what you say about yourself, it's what somebody else is going to say about yeah, you. Yes, for sure. And how can you encourage cafes, encourage existing staff to refer other people? Yep. Yeah, I'd say in-business referrals are a really strong one, incentivizing your staff to attract friends or mm. people that they know that, that are good in the industry. And one of the reasons why is for culture. If you get to go to work with your friends or two or three yeah, of your friends, true. it just creates a better environment. It creates a reason for that person not to leave and go and work with their friends elsewhere. Well, I would say that's a very, very good tool to have in your business and saves you a lot of time as well. Mm-hmm. That's something we're trying to work into our platform a little bit at the moment is that referral program as well. And what about references? Talk us references, about references. I'm not the biggest fan of, to be honest, because one, no one's going to give you a, a bad, bad reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, then they're not going to give a bad referee. Yeah, you a bad re- referee, yeah. exactly. Never called someone that's gone, oh, yeah, I wouldn't hire that person. You know, they're not going to give you that contact. So I guess doing your own homework of where they've worked previously, if you know anyone in that network, the industry's small, you know, location's small. Talk to people that might know the applicants, see what their experiences were like, but there's always two sides to every story. And yeah. my opinion, if they're willing to turn up and work and they, they've got the right attitude that fits your business, train them up, give them all the tools that they need to succeed and let them flourish in your yeah, business. And the key there is get them away from paper, get away from resumes, yeah. get away from written applications, speed up the process yeah. and get people, check their personalities out. Mm-hmm. Now, whether it's get ahead or whether you do it yourself or yeah. whatever you want to do, I mean, the tips are the same. Yeah. Get in front of them, get to see what they're like. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest, I'll tell you now, the seasoned cafe and restaurant owners, mm. most of their staff would have come from them dining or eating somewhere else saying, hey, if you're ever looking for a job, here's my card. Yeah, yeah you know, And it's not poaching as such, it's just saying, hey, if you're going to look at moving on yeah. or if you're looking at you know, if I'm in Sydney and I'm, hey, if you're looking to come to Brisbane and ever for a job yep. and you're great at what you do because I'm experiencing it firsthand, mm-hmm. here's a card. You know, it's a reminder of the hospitality industry about that. It's not about poaching anyone from somewhere no. else. It's just about saying, hey, if you're looking for a new place for employment or yep. you're going to down the track or you're looking for a change, come and see yep. me. Um, yeah, we've actually been doing that for businesses as well. So we might go out and meet with yourself, Phil, and see what you're looking for or the personalities that fit your okay, business. great. And we actually send people out onto the streets to find those people in other beat. businesses. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we've been giving them little tips here and there and trying to pull them across. Well, I loved what you said before, and it's so true. 
which is a danger side, which you've got to look out for too, right? Mm. For the hospitality owners listening. If you've got a staffing of 10 and six of them are good mates, yeah, exactly. that's a great thing, but that could be a really yes. difficult thing as well. So you do, you've got to put some contingencies in place. Yeah. But if you breed a good culture, you're open and honest, you tick all the boxes, mm-hmm. then you're mitigating your risk. And, mm. you know, and the, there is always going to be a risk that they'll all move at the same time, yeah. but you can put some contingencies in place for that also. So I really like what you had to say that. Tell us, what are some of the mistakes owners and managers do make through the recruitment process? Like forget mm-hmm. get ahead. Yep. What are some of the key fundamental mistakes mm-hmm. they make? And I'll kick it off by saying they're looking for five years experience, which I've known versus they've got six months experience and make exceptional coffee because yep. they were trained right and they got the right attitude Yeah, right? Exactly. versus someone pouring coffee in a cafeteria for five years. Yeah. So tell me from your perspective, what are some of the mistakes owners and managers make? Yeah, I would say their tick list is way too long most of the time. Like you said, experience, industry, they want someone so specific. They basically want someone from their direct competitor or they don't want them. Good point. So broaden your horizons. Also, give your business a voice. Share your culture as well. You're getting to see the culture of these applicants that are coming in, but you will attract them by sharing your voice, whether that's on social media, which I'm sure is something that everyone listening has had to deep dive into. That's going to be my next question. We're going to talk about that. So share your voice. Be fun in the ad and, and be candid. Just be yourself. Everyone, you see these 400 word job ads on other platforms that are very formal and they're very boring. You're trying to attract most of the time a younger demographic Mm. and then just not gelling to those job ads anymore. That's why we've seen such a big uptake, we think, in job seekers because they're just transforming really well across to our platform. So speak to them in their voice. Don't speak to them in a 400-word boring job ad that's you must have this, 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 and this, or we don't want you basically. Yeah, don't be boring. You're hearing yeah. that? Don't be boring. Yes, but don't, yeah, don't be Show your personality, show the values. Yeah. You know, list the values of your organization. These yeah. are the values of our cafe. These are the values of our restaurant. This yep. is what we believe in. This is the atmosphere. This is what you can expect mm-hmm. because everyone's different. Fine dining is going to want, yep. you know, crisp white or ironed yeah, aprons exactly. and some cafes are going to be more, hey, yep. you know, as long as you're dressing according to the code of conduct yep. in terms of the legalities, you know, because you can't have singlets and stuff like yeah, that. Exactly. But hey, we're pretty loose without with that we want you to express your attitude yeah, and then you know? one of the things you said before too is put yourself in the job seeker shoes yeah because if they read an ad that you must have this you must have that you must have this they might not have just one of those things and not apply and um, there's actually a statistic out there that women in particular and and this is from Google. I um, had a good conversation with their head recruiter, but she said that women must tick 90% of those boxes to apply for that job is the data that they found. Men, the number's a little bit lower. They'll go, yeah, I could probably do that. Yeah, they got a bit more apply. ego than men, yeah. right? They can do everything. Just <laughs> so, ask them. Yeah, but the women must tick 95% of what you put on that job ad before they apply. So funnily enough, Google will actually interview any woman that applies because yeah. they they believe- Because they're harder on themselves. Yeah, they believe that they actually will tick 95% of those boxes. So don't put too many parameters on your job ad. Reduce that, attract more talent, and then go through and ask the questions that you want to ask. And a key one, you said everyone used to measure the success of their ad by how many applicants. Mm. Whereas I've always been the opposite. I remember once they put an ad up for an executive assistant for me, and they had 130 ads. And they're going, oh, that's fantastic. And I'm going, that's that's messing with my head because I'm not sitting down and sifting through this. And that's one thing I love about, because the industry's changed, as we said, and where recruitment's gone is time poor. We've researched them. Cafe owners have said, we're time poor, we're worn out, we're working much Mm -hmm. more in our business to tread water 
these are all the problems we've got. Obviously, increased costs, attracting new talent, keeping current talent from being poached. We know all these problems that are happening. So it's not about how many resumes you're getting on your day. It's about the match. And the one thing, again, I'm a big fan of Get Ahead because you might only get one person that goes ding, ding, ding. Mm. They've gone ding, ding because it matches exactly, exactly what you want. Yep. So it's just sorted 95% of all the headaches yep. in my perspective. So I think that's a key change in some of the mistakes owners and managers make is they're measuring the success brand of their business or or the validation of their ad by how many applicants. Yes. Well, it's not. It's about how many successful people you actually put on, correct? Yeah, nailed it. So let's finish on marketing, social media, something you do really, really well with your team, something you love. Let's come back to what you were saying before about brand. Give us some of the Sam McNamara and Get Ahead teams, great ways to increase your online presence, yeah. boost your social media, and in return, build a brand that people want to come and work for you. And we used to call it employer of choice and still do. Yeah. And building an amazing brand, getting it out there, being vocal, tell your story so that when people do see an advert, or even when they don't, they're approaching you saying, I want to come and work for you. How do you do it? Yeah, I would say don't stress too much about the content and it doesn't need to be polished. It doesn't need to look like something that's going on the Channel 7 advert or something like that. Do interviews with yourself as an owner. Hey guys, today we're out doing this. We're taking our team to learn from these baristas or show them how these beans are made. Hey guys, this is our new machine. This is what we're doing or this, check out the Mike's coffee art or have a look at this is Jess. She remember so keep it natural, keep or, it flowing. Yeah, be real. Share your voice and people want to come in and it's quite nice already knowing the person that's serving your coffee because you've watched 10 of their videos online yeah, yeah. Um, without even knowing that person. And, and not only is that attracting customers, but that's also attracting talent. Yeah. So the first thing that the job seeker will do is go and look you up on social media, your business. Yeah. Is this somewhere that I want to work? Does it look like a cool cafe? Does the culture look nice? Oh, no, they only post boring fake images of stock photos or whatever yeah. it is, a coffee cup or come in today for nine to five, you know, that's not the culture that's going to attract talent or customers. Mm. So posting regularly and and we post seven times a day on TikTok, yeah. for example, and that might not be your demographic, it might not be for your business, but it's worked really well for us with job seekers. We test day in and day out and truly believe that to attract that talent and fast to attract job seekers, we have to be content first. Yeah. So it is just about sharing your voice as a business. You can be in the business and seeing all these fantastic things happen and think that your business is great and the culture's really well, but if no one else knows Correct. that. If you're not telling your story, exactly. they can't engage with you, right? No, 100%. And tell us about the platforms because a lot of people are still confused, you know, yeah. especially for cafe and restaurant owners, for mm-hmm. hospitality specific. TikTok is a must. I would say TikTok is a rate huge opportunity. Order. So TikTok, Facebook, LinkedIn, how would you rate them in order? For a For cafe, hospitality, yeah. hospitality, I would go TikTok number one, yeah. which I think is an opportunity that 90% of people listening to this are missing. Yes. I would say YouTube Shorts and Google would be second for me, and then Facebook. Okay. Isn't yeah. that interesting? So there's um, some added intel there from somebody who knows and collects a lot of data, obviously, in what you do. So, Sam, it's been fantastic. Obviously, recruitment has changed. We've really delved into some of the nitty-gritties of how it's changed and, more importantly, the solutions available to people to do it. And, again, whether it's Get Ahead or something else, but you've got to understand that the recruitment has changed. The expectation of employees has changed. Mm-hmm. The shift in power at the moment sits with the employees. We know that. Get over it. Yep. Let's stop whinging about it. Yep. Uh, let's get on our 
bikes and pedal. And to get ahead definitely gives you a platform for free right now at the moment for free to jump on. And Sam is partnered with us here at the Coffee Commune, which is fantastic. And it's an honor to have him. But for free, you can jump on Get Ahead and all the links and all the information will be on the shorts and summary of this podcast. But you can jump on there and see how it works. And again, you can perhaps start rebuilding or build or expand your team with the right people. Sam, any finishing comments you want to make? Messages, words of wisdom to the listeners? I'll make two comments. First one, with what I just said before, make sure your content is relevant to the platform. LinkedIn's fantastic if you do a campaign that attracts other businesses that might come in. Don't put your personal shit on LinkedIn. I'm sick of seeing it. (laughs) (laughs) And secondly, reach out to us personally. If if you need any help, if you want to know that what's working in Brisbane in cafes, shoot us a message, shoot us an email, hello at getahead.com.au. You can reach me through any of the social platforms. We'll be more than happy to come out bring our content team, as I said, get you guys kick-started on that journey. What an offer that is. Hey, listeners, part of the Coffee Commune and Get Ahead is get a hold of these guys. They'll come out and they'll walk you, talk you through and see how they can help you. It's a very generous offer, Sam, and I'm sure a lot of listeners will be going, hey, this is for me. I appreciate it. Yeah. At the end of the day, if their businesses don't succeed, we don't succeed. So we'll do what we can to help you guys. And whilst our app is completely free and it will be for at least the next four to six months, jump on board, go hard, swipe as much as you can. They're probably the only swipe app your your wife will approve of. (laughs) Get on and have (laughs) some fun. But Sam, it's been wonderful. And congratulations to you on the team. You're doing great things, um, solving big problems. One of the major three problems that we say in cafes right now, Mm -hmm. like I said, retention and attraction of staff is one, the cost of goods of everything going up. And the third one is standing out from a flooded market, getting people to choose your cafe or restaurant over others. And you certainly help solve the people one. So thank you. It's an honor to have you part of the commune. It's an honor to have you on the show. You've been there and done that. No doubt you'll continue to be there and do that. And we look forward to tracking your success over the years. Awesome. Thanks Thanks, so much, Phil. Thanks, guys. Until next time, you've been listening to Phil DeBella and Sam McNamara from Get Ahead. This has been there and done that. Recruitment, all things recruitment, it's changed. Get on your bike, pedal, be part of the change, solve your problems and help your business grow and get ready for when the boom time comes again. Well done. Thanks, man. That's a wrap for today. Keep listening for more episodes of Been There and Done That. The Coffee Commune is here to help accelerate your potential. We want you to be better tomorrow than today. Until next time, you've been listening to Phil DeBella. I'm the founder and managing director of The Coffee Commune, a place where the coffee community comes to collaborate.